thank you all so much for being here uh, this morning. And if you hadn't been here in, in a while, well, uh, I just want to let you know it don't always look like this around here. Uh, we uh, we do have a podium and everything, but we've been uh, working with the kids for vacation Bible school, so that's the way it looks around here. And we'll have our commencement tonight, and uh, all this will come down, and uh, it'll look more normal. And there's one thing that I I really uh, I have a problem with is normal. Most people like normal, but sometimes we need change. Amen. Don't we? Amen. We all need change. And, and we don't normally need change. A lot of times we need to change. Amen. From who we are to who the Lord wants us to be. And that only comes about as He reveals to us the things in our lives that are wrong. And we bow down to Him. Humble ourselves before Him. And acknowledge that He's right. And allows Him to make those changes in us. And so we need to remember that. If you have your Bibles... Turn to the book of Mark, chapter 10. I'm going to be reading uh, one of my favorite uh, stories in the Bible. And I call this a story. The thing about the stories in the Bible is they're not made-up stories. They're true stories about real people. So we can still call it a story. But it's one of my favorite ones in the Bible. And, and as I preach this to you today, as the Lord gave it to me, uh, I actually gave me this message a couple of weeks ago. And uh, let's see what day it was... Uh, June the 19th, so it wasn't a couple of weeks ago, but he gave me this message last week uh, for, for today. So, uh, <clears throat> Mark chapter 10, beginning in verse 46. And they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried out the more, a great deal, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight. Amen. And followed Jesus in the way. Father, thank you for these truth-bearing stories about real people in real time. 
with real need before a real Savior who can meet their needs. Help us to realize that that Savior that met Bartimaeus is still alive and well. Amen. And He still meets our needs when we come unto Him. Help us to see that today. Help us to understand that today. Help us to see our need to cry out to Jesus. In His name we pray. Amen. I love this story. I really do. And that evidently, uh, Bartimaeus, blind Bartimaeus, was a lifelong resident of Jericho. These people knew him. They knew where he was at all the time. They knew what he was doing all the time. They knew he couldn't see. He was a beggar. And uh, they also knew his father, Timaeus, and they, they knew where he, they could find him every day. This is the only way this man had to make a living back in that time. They didn't have the things that we have today. And if the family was not very wealthy where they could take care of someone, the only alternative for a lot of these people was to be at the mercy of the people who came by them, saw them, and would give them little bits of money. And not like the panhandlers we see today that you see walking around and they're standing up and they're healthy and they stand up for hours and with a bucket of money and say, I'm, I don't have a job. And I, I'm not belittling those people. I'm just telling you, there's job signs posted all up and down the street, all, yeah, the man, man, all, over, all over the place. Help wanted, help wanted. And they hold the sign up and say, I don't have a job. Come on, give me a break. These people right here are in real need. And there's a difference between a swindler and someone in real need. We have to learn to discern, to be able to understand when there's somebody in real need that we can help those people. Blind Bartimaeus was one of those people who couldn't get out and work in the field. He couldn't get out and do things. He, they didn't have braille back then. They didn't have a thing for him to access. So his only way of making a living was to sit by this highway and beg for money. Amen? And the good thing about blind Bartimaeus being blind, there's something about the blind person that the rest of their senses get greatly increased. And blind Bartimaeus had, had, had an ability that we all need that Jesus mentions over and over and over in the Bible. We need to learn to hear. Amen. Amen. And so since blind Bartimaeus couldn't see, he heard, and he could recognize voices. He didn't have to see faces. He didn't know what faces looked like, didn't know what colors looked like, didn't know any of that stuff. But when he heard a voice, he knew exactly whose that voice belonged to. And so not only did he hear voices, but he heard words and understood that there was a man, <laughs> his name was Jesus. And him being on the highway where travelers were always coming and he put himself there on purpose because there may be more money to be made there. And he was always hearing these stories of these people. And I know the Bible don't say this, but you can tell from his reaction he had heard about Jesus Christ. Amen. He had heard the stories about a man named Jesus who had raised dead people. 
I don't know what all he heard, but we know what Jesus did. Who had healed blind people. Who had cast out demons. And one day as he sat there at this highway, he's covered up in his rags because he's ashamed. Amen. You're going to see that in a minute. He's covered up and he's, he's begging for money. And all of a sudden, he hears a great commotion. Amen. And the Bible tells us that what he heard was that Jesus Christ was coming by him. Amen. Let me tell you something. Jesus Christ comes by you all the time. Amen. 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 He makes himself available to you. Amen. All the time. There's not a time when he's not available to you. And Bartimaeus, when he heard this commotion, and the Bible describes it in verse 46, he said Jesus had come out of Jericho and there was a great number of people who followed him. Bartimaeus couldn't see what was going on, but he could hear what these people were talking about. And he knew from what they were saying that Jesus was in their midst. And there was excitement. There was enthusiasm. There was all kinds of chatter around him. He couldn't see it, but he could hear it with his ears. Amen. Bartimaeus seized the opportunity while Jesus was near. Now we just had a vacation Bible school about that. Seeking him while he may be found. Seeking him. Finding him. Searching for him with all your heart. Amen. We just had a vacation Bible school about that. So the Bible says in verse 47, when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, what did he do? Pull on somebody's coat say, would you take me over to him? Uh, you know what he did? Brother Tripp, he cried out to Jesus. Amen. If there's something this world needs today, there's something the church needs today, there's something that people need to do today, we need to stop griping and we need to start crying out. Amen. Amen. He cried out. Praise the Lord. And he didn't just cry out words. He cried out a name. Uh -huh. A name that is above every name. Amen. A name that one day every one of us is going to bow down to and proclaim who he is. We don't have a choice. Blind Bartimaeus has got a choice. And he's crying out and saying, Jesus! Isn't that a beautiful name? Yes. Amen. Yes. How many of you have cried out Jesus? Amen. Why did you cry out to Jesus? What did you want from Jesus? And did he give it to you? We got to cry out. And when this man, this blind beggar, who didn't fit the mold of the people, the crowd. 
that was thronging around Jesus. All of them wanting something from him. You know, there's a difference from wanting something and really needing something. Amen. 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 Blind Bartimaeus needed something from Jesus Christ. And he called out to him because he had heard this said about Jesus. That he is the son of David. You know what that title meant? It meant that Jesus Christ was the Messiah that the Jewish people had looked for. The only problem was they had it all wrong about what he came for. And he called out to Jesus. And he said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. We need a lot of us need to ask him to do that for us. Preach it. Amen. And you know what the Bible says about his mercy? He's got all of it you can handle. It endures forever. It's from everlasting to everlasting. If it weren't for His mercy, He'd have done burn all of us up by now. He'd have done destroyed every one of us. But for His grace that is sufficient for all of our needs and for His mercy that endures forever, He is a merciful God and He has given us opportunity to cry out to Him. And look at the reaction of the crowd of the other people around. Shut up, blind brother mess. Look at you. I know the scripture don't say that, but they did tell him to silence. Amen? It says many charged him that he should hold his peace. Y'all, let me tell you something. There's a lot of people that don't think there's other people that's worthy to sit in a church house with them. Oh my God, help us. Help us. Help us, oh God. That we don't become so self-righteous. That we forget where He brought us from. And who we were. Before we cried out to Him. Amen. God help us to try not to pick and choose who we want in the building. Amen. He didn't come for those who didn't need healing. He came for those who needed a position. And this man needed Him now. But the crowd said, Hush. You're a beggar. He, he, he don't need you. He don't want, he's not going to give you any money. Boy, have you ever been discouraged like that? Worse than that, have you ever discouraged someone that way? Amen. No, Jesus didn't come to save certain people. He came to save every person. Amen. Yeah. So he said, he said, hold your peace. Oh, did he listen? Uh-uh. He got worse. Amen. Why? He wasn't going to miss this opportunity 
Let me tell you something. There's been a lot of people who have missed an opportunity because they worry about what somebody's standing close to about. Amen. The Lord Jesus not only wants a relationship, He wants a personal relationship with you. He wants one that's real. He wants one that's filled with love. He wants one that's personal to you. Amen. I can't live for Jesus for you. Only you can do that. I can't get saved for you. Only you can do that. It's up to the individual to believe or not to believe. To receive or to reject. And we all come to that place when we cry out to Jesus. Hmm. So he cried out. The more, you know what that means? He got louder. I'd love to hear way we put it when you AD. Me and AD are pretty loud people. Amen. <laughs> he agrees with me. We call each other a big mouth. Amen. I can imagine when they told this man to quit talking, he could feel they're trying to take something away from me that I need. No! Jesus! The son of David! Have mercy on me! Can you imagine how he sounded? Can you imagine? How he felt. Can you imagine how hard his heart was beating right now? And how much he couldn't see what was going on. And he was thinking, oh God, don't pass me by. It's my chance. It's my opportunity to get something from him. Oh, let me tell you. Some of us had many opportunities to get saved and didn't do it. And thank God we kept getting them. Y'all, there's others that that opportunity may have only came one time. And if they didn't get it then, they would never get it. You never need to miss the opportunity to cry out to Jesus Christ. That's why he says, seek me while I may be found. Amen. 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 That's why he also says, today is the day of salvation. Now is the accepted time. There may not be another time. We don't know that, but he does. So he cried out all the more. And look at what happened. <laughs> I love this at the back. The Bible said, Jesus stood still. <laughs> you know why? He felt something. He felt a heart that was not just reaching out, it was lashing out to him. <clears throat> he heard something.
someone that was calling his name and he was using all of his strength. He needed something from Jesus. Remember the woman with the issue of blood? As Jesus walked through the crowd and everybody touching him. But when she touched him, what did he do? Stopped. Why? Because he felt virtue flow from him to another person. Amen. That's what he's all about. He's got plenty of virtue. And he wants to give you some of it today. Amen. Amen. And he stood still. I will never forget the night I got saved. And I never looked at it this way. But that night, he stood still and looked at me. Oh, man. That makes the hair on my body stand up. To know that God stood still and heard my cry. He still does that today. That's right. He stood still. The Bible says he stood still and he commanded bring him to me and look what a difference it made in the crowd all of a sudden this nobody this beggar this blind man who was dressed in covered up if you will has the attention of the master. Amen. <laughs> the one they were flocking around. And now he goes from a nobody to a somebody. Amen. <laughs> the Bible tells us that we are nothing without Jesus Christ. But let me tell you something. When you get him, you get all of him. And then you can do all things through him. You become from a nobody to a somebody. You become from a nobody to a child of God. Ooh, glory. I want to be that child, don't you? I want God to be my father. Amen. And so he stopped. He stood still. And he commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying, unto him. Now look at the difference in the way they talk. Well, they go to the attendant to shut up. <laughs> now you know what they're saying? All be a good cheer. They won't be close to blind Bartimaeus because the master's fixing to talk to him. Amen. God help us not want to go to church because of who's there. Or not want to go to church because of who's there. Preach it, brother. Help us go to church because we have a personal relationship with the Savior that saved our soul. Amen. 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 We, we come to church for ourselves. And we just glad everybody else is here too. Amen. We all need Him the same. And some of us need Him in different ways. But we all need Him. Amen. So he called this blind man. And they said, be of good comfort. Rise. He calleth thee. When you cry out to him, he stops. And then, listen to me, 
I always tell you all this. God's invitation for you every time is the same. It's always come. Come. Come to me. How many times have you heard that? In an invitation for salvation or forgiveness or repentance or rededication. It never is different. It's always the same. Come. You know why? Because he's still and he's waiting on you. And he stood there still as they had to lead this man to Jesus. He couldn't see. There was a crowd. And they brought him to Jesus. And everything parted. And there he stood before the Master. Jesus, the Messiah, the son of David, a grungy, dirty beggar. And I love Christ. More study about Christ, Jesus can ask more questions. And I always wonder, Jesus. Why do you ask all these questions when you already know the answers to them? That's his standard. He already knows. He wants to make sure you know. And he wants you to give it to him. Amen? He wants you to confess what is wrong and give it to him. That's why he says, cast all your cares upon me. Why? Because I care for you so much. Amen. Amen. Glory yeah. to God. So, i got to move on. And so, he came and Jesus asked him this question. What will <coughs> wilt I do for thee? Don't ever come to Jesus and expect him to just do something for you. What do you want from me? It's a picture of salvation. The Bible tells us we have not because we ask not. Jesus is all about us asking him. And he always asks us first, what do you want? What do you want? that I should give you. Amen. The blind man. Can you imagine? You know, he could have said, well, you don't have eyes. Master, you can't see. Don't, don't you see me? Don't you know I can't see? I want to see! Now, let me tell you what. There's a lot of people who can see that are blind. Amen. And this blind man who couldn't see was seeing more than all of the crowd put together Amen. at this moment. Because see, he saw in himself his need for Jesus Christ. All right. And so Jesus said, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? And the blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might see. I don't want somebody to have to leave me around anymore. 
I just want to see. Oh God. Thank you, Jesus. And look at what Jesus said. You know, before a blind man, he had made mud and stuck on his eyes. And that didn't it didn't even work all the way. He said, I see people look like trees when Jesus asked him, could he see? And you know what the Lord did? He spit in his hand and put it on his eyes and everything became clear as day. He didn't do that for this blind man. Amen? Why? Because he was already seeing what he needed. Amen. And Jesus said to him, Go thy way. <laughs> thy faith has made thee whole. See, you can't come to Jesus for salvation without faith. By grace, you are saved through faith. So faith brought him here. Believing brought him here. And where did it bring him? To Jesus Christ. Amen. And Jesus said, your faith has made you whole. And I love this. Immediately. He didn't tell him, he didn't have to go wash. He didn't have to go to he didn't tell him nothing. He and immediately he could see. Now the Bible don't say here, but I don't know about the rest of you, but I just got a feeling that that blind beggar started showing out right about now. <laughs> Amen. Do you remember when you got saved? And if you haven't been saved, you need to have this memory. You need to get saved. Amen. I wanted everybody to know Jesus has saved my soul. I hugged everybody in that church. And that was one of them kind of churches that didn't like men hugging their women. I grabbed every one of them and squeezed them tight. <laughs> Did it for several days that, that the one of them men come told me, we don't do that around here. I just hugged his wife. I'm still a hugger. I'm still excited. I'm still amazed. And Jesus Christ, for saving my soul, for taking away the blinders, for helping me to see. We don't never need to lose that. And he went, he said, and look at this deal. Immediately he received his sight. But it didn't stop there. Look at the last line of this scripture. What does it say? And followed Jesus in the way. Do you know what the church, early church was called? Wasn't called a church. Do you know what it was called? People of the way. You know what made them people of the way? They followed Jesus. So the Bible only tells us here, not only did he see, but he got saved and he followed Jesus. In the way, what's the way? The way to glory. Jesus is the way. He is the truth. And he is the life. <coughs> and nobody is going to come unto the Father unless they go that way. You say, well, you just don't know, preacher, all the things in life and the tragedies and the sickness. You know why he said, you know, that's why Jesus told us something. He said, if you're going to follow me, 
pick up your cross. That's what that is. Regardless of what life throws at us, regardless of what life does to us, we have a cross to bear. And we should never let that cross stop us from following Him. And be rest assured while He's walking and you're following, listen to me, He will never run off and leave you. And if you feel that He has, cry out. Amen. And what will He do? <laughs> He'll stand still. He'll help you catch up. Blind Bartimaeus. He didn't care what anybody thought. And let me tell you something else. Not only did the Lord give him sight and save him, but He changed His name he ain't blind Bartimaeus no more. He just plain old Bartimaeus that knows Jesus. Hallelujah. Do you know Jesus today? Have you cried out to Him? Have you told Him what you want? Has He stood still and beckoned you? Or have you gone through life just ignoring him? Would you stand, please? Every head bowed. Every eye closed. Nothing but Jesus Christ on your mind. Close your eyes and see so you can see so you can hear. Listen to His voice. This is His church and He promises us when two or three are gathered together in my name, I'm going to be in their midst. I want to walk through the church. That's how you feel His presence. But you got to learn to hear His voice and listen to what He says. And if you can't understand Him, it means you're not of His fault. Because his, He said, My sheep hear My voice and they understand what I say. And they follow Me. These altars are open for prayer. <clears throat> Maybe you need to cry out to Him this morning. Maybe you need something you need to confess to Him today. Maybe you need His help today. Maybe you've been in a backslidden condition. You've been irritated and aggravated. And you have put him in the back seat. It's time to put him driving the vehicle. It's time for you to call on him, cry out to him, get back behind him, follow him. He can help you do that. Maybe you're here today and you don't even have salvation. None of those things in the Word works unless you're saved. That's what He came for. To save your soul. To save the lost. Seek them out. Speak to them. Let them cry out to Him. And He'll save them. 
And it's the great work that he has left us here to do. A continuation of the work of Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God, and to see lost people come to know him. Do you know him? This invitation is just about over.